It's Tuesday, February 28th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you today, and we are going through the book of Isaiah. But before we dive into it, a reminder about something cool happening tomorrow night and a couple different things going on. First, there's three things I want to mention. First, um, in Montgomery, we have a uh, Wednesday night prayer meeting taking place. Now, this is a one kind of a once-in-a-while thing. It's a prayer service. There's going to be some worship music and stuff, but it's an opportunity for us to pray together, to lift up our hearts to the Lord, and to write some of these prayers down and give them to Pastor John. The reason we're doing that is he is going to continue praying over these things that we've begun praying here. He's going to continue praying over those prayers until he puts them in the Western Wall in Israel, because you may know. Uh, Our team is heading off to Israel in just a couple of days. And so I encourage you to please um, make it here tomorrow night if you're able for a beautiful time of prayer and of, of a little bit of worship, but also to take part in what God is doing through this Israel trip. You see, we get to go as a church with the team that's going. And one of the tangible ways that we go with them is through these prayers that get put into the Western Wall. It's an opportunity for us to say, hey, our prayers continue around the world and through these days of the trip. So I encourage you, if you can, to be here tomorrow for that. If you're in Beacon, we are having our first of a weekly prayer meetings. We're going to have weekly prayer meetings in Beacon at uh, 6.30. And uh, if, if you're in Beacon, you know where to go. That's tomorrow night. And then finally, Pastor Tim's third mill course starts tomorrow night. If you haven't signed up yet, I encourage you to head over to goodwillchurch.org, sign up to be a part of Third Mill. It's an opportunity to learn a little bit deeper in theology. Um, it's it's kind of got that classroom vibe, but it's accessible, and it's going to be a, a wonderful opportunity to grow in your understanding of the Bible, to grow in your faith. So I encourage you, if you haven't signed up for uh, the Third Mill class, please do that now and enjoy time with Pastor Tim tomorrow. If you're in Beacon or in Third Mill, we'll make sure you get those slips so that you can write your prayers down and your prayers can join the rest of the church's prayers on the way to the Western Wall. Well, we are in the book of Isaiah together, Isaiah chapter 26, and uh, this is a little bit of a longer praise song, and it's a praise song that has both, as we saw yesterday, if you were with us yesterday, you saw that some of the praise song is a bit dark. You know, there's some judgment that takes place, but we learned yesterday that the judgment of wickedness is actually a thing to praise God about because that is part of how salvation takes place. It's not just that we are saved from evil and wickedness, but that evil and wickedness themselves are destroyed. We're going to get another glimpse of that today here in Isaiah chapter 26, and there's something really cool that I want to lift up for you that I think would be encouraging for you this Tuesday. All right, Isaiah chapter 26, starting in verse 1. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. Open the gates that the righteous nation may enter, the nation that keeps faith. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. He humbles those who dwell on high. He lays the lofty city low. He levels it to the ground and casts it down to the dust. Feet trample it down, the feet of the oppressed, the footsteps of the poor. The path of the righteous is level. You, the upright one, make the way of the righteous smooth. Yes, Lord, walking in the way of your laws, we wait for you. 
Your name and renown are the desire of our hearts. My soul yearns for you in the night. In the morning, my spirit longs for you. When your judgments come upon the earth, the people of the world learn righteousness. But when grace is shown to the wicked, they do not learn righteousness. Even in a land of uprightness, they go on doing evil and do not regard the majesty of the Lord. Lord, your hand is lifted high, but they do not see it. Let them see your zeal for your people and be put to shame. Let the fire reserved for your enemies consume them. Lord, you establish peace for us. All that we have accomplished, you have done for us. Lord our God, other lords besides you have ruled over us, but your name alone do we honor. They are now dead. They live no more. Their spirits do not rise. You punished them and brought them to ruin. You wiped out all memory of them. You have enlarged the nation, Lord. You have enlarged the nation. You have gained glory for yourself. You have extended all the borders of the land. Lord, they came to you in their distress when you disciplined them. They could barely whisper a prayer. As a pregnant woman about to give birth writhes and cries out in her pain, so were we in your presence, Lord. We were with child, we writhed in labor, but we gave birth to wind. We have not brought salvation to the earth, and the people of the world have not come to life. But your dead will live, Lord. Their bodies will rise. Let those who dwell in the dust wake up and shout for joy. Your dew is like the dew of the morning. The earth will give birth to her dead. Go, my people, enter your rooms and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until his wrath has passed by. See, the Lord is coming out of his dwelling to punish the people of the earth for their sins. The earth will disclose the blood shed on it. The earth will conceal its slain no longer. This is a picture of God's judgment against oppression and wickedness. Those who have lifted themselves up high on the backs of the oppressed and the poor find their cities, find their, their bastions of, of strength destroyed by God himself and the oppressed and the poor upon whose back those great majestic buildings and cities were built. Those same oppressed and poor walk over the ruins of the city in triumph for God. Their God has heard their cry and come to met, to meet them. This cry of the people who are suffering is a cry that we can learn from because the people of God, they experienced great suffering in the exile. They experienced profound pain. Their cities destroyed the temple of God ripped apart. You see, the book of Isaiah, it includes these future looks into the life of the exile, these descriptions of what people will experience while they are exiled. And there's debate who wrote it. Was Isaiah seeing a vision of the future? Was this somebody who wrote chapters and placed it into the book of Isaiah? And we'll never really know the answer to that. What we do know, what we do know is that this cry of a people who have been decimated by, by evil foreign enemies, the cry of the people is heard by God, and they are told to trust in God even in the midst of their suffering. Look at the beginning of this. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. Trust in the Lord. It is easy to trust in the Lord when things are going well. 
But the people of Israel are being told, you need to trust in the Lord in the midst of your suffering, in the midst of your exile, in the midst of the trial and tribulation that you are walking through as a people right now. Brother and sister Christian, you might be walking through really difficult roads. You may be suffering. This may be a time of trial and of tribulation. But hear me. Hear the call of Isaiah. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. Everything else will give way. I'm reminded of Jesus' parable of the man who built a home on the sand. And the wind and the waves came and destroyed the house. But another man, he built his house on the rock. And when those same winds and same waves and the same trials and sufferings that everyone in the world is going to have to face, when those same things hit the people whose lives were built on the rock, on Jesus Christ, they were able to get through to the end. They survived, not because of their building abilities, but because of the rock that they built their lives on. It was the rock that saved them. Brother and sister Christian, if you're going through it right now or if you go through it in the future, remember this. Trust in the Lord, for he is the rock eternal. He is able to bear up your suffering. He will hold you fast. He will ensure that you endure to the end. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you help us to endure. For Lord, if it was in our own strength, we'd fall apart. Lord, when the wind and the waves hit us, our houses crumble, for we build on the sand. But if we build on you, if you, in fact, are the one who builds the house and we simply labor in your calling and in your stead, then we build on the rock that is Jesus Christ and you hold us fast. You will never leave us or forsake us. Nothing can tear us out of your hand, out of our Father's hand. And so, God, I pray that we would trust in you even in the darkest of days. Would our whole lives be built on the rock, the eternal rock, who is our Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to trust you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much for being with me today, and I'll see you again tomorrow right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily. <laughs>